Hi, I'm John Farmer, and this is Georgian Bay Roots, the official radio show of the Summer Folk Music and Crafts Festival. We're here to share the music made and played in Gray and Bruce counties with folk and roots music from across Canada and around the world mixed in too. Catch us Sundays at 4 on 560 CFOS, Tuesdays and Fridays on Blues and Roots Radio, and anytime at all as a podcast. The show is sponsored in part by Tamming Law. Tamming Law. To us, it's personal. Find them at www.tamminglaw.com. We're taking a musical tour on today's show, starting in the garden, heading back in time to talk to Mike T. Kerr, and zooming to the present with some brand new songs and a topical favorite to wrap it all up. I've been spending as much time as I can in my garden over the past few weeks, putting seeds in the ground and sketching out homes for my transplanted tomatoes and squash. All that digging planted a musical idea for garden and veggie songs. Fred Penner is starting us off. Sun will rise and the moon will set in the children's garden. Best friends since the day we met in the children's garden. Protected by a serpent king, a band of frogs who love to sing. I tell you now, the play's the thing in the children's garden. Awesome feelings every day in the children's garden. Jump and run, swing and sway in the children's garden. A journey to the other side, something you have never tried. Through the water, down the slide, in the children's garden. In the children's garden. Once the gate is open and the city's left behind, you're a Cinnaborn pioneers, treasures you will find. Imagination comes alive Oh, hear the sounds of life A world of wonder waits for you A prairie paradise The city's left behind You're a Cinnaborn pioneers Treasures you will find Imagination comes alive Oh, hear the sounds of life A world of wonder waits for you A prairie paradise Plants and flowers smell so sweet In the children's garden In this world you are complete In the children's garden Come on in, stake your claim, pick a partner, play a game. Mother Nature calls your name. In the children's garden, in the children's garden, in the children's garden. Fred Penner is one of the nicest people. He was accompanied there by Summerfolk veteran Rosalind Dennett. The last time Fred was at Summerfolk, we sat down for an interview, and you can find that in the podcast archives. Up next is a love song from the Ennis sisters. This is Sunken Garden. Sunken Garden 
sisters there. We're going to shift the vibe, but stick with the garden theme. 
and we're going to take a visit to Winnipeg's Al Simmons. He's a summer folk favorite, whether he's leading a song, handing out silly hats, or firing a ping pong ball out of a fish. Here he is now with vegetation migration, celery stalks at midnight. I don't relish the thought of going out to my garden at midnight. Could it be my fertile imagination? Maybe I am just hearing things. I must squash my fears, and I've got to find out what's there in the darkness. Or I won't get a moment's peace. Oh, what a harrowing experience. I'm sure it'll amount to nothing more than a hill of beans. But an army of vegetables, a scallion battalion is on the rampage. Under the command of Colonel Corn with the husky voice. Sure, he's a little wet behind the ears, but shucks, he's the principal stockholder. Who planted this seed of discontent? From where did it stem? green thumb, I can't put my finger on it. But I know the soil is tired of being treated like dirt. Celery stalks at midnight, lurking in the moonlight. What's this funny nightmare all about? Celery stalks at midnight, I'm glad I've got my flashlight. I can see the broccoli juggling Brussels sprouts. It's like a bad dream, a crazy sort of mad dream. Must have been something that I ate, no doubt. Look at that potato putting on his shades. Claims he won the middle raffle. Now he's climbing up a tree. vegetation migration the tomato is far ahead of the others yelling catch up catch up where have you been let's get to the root of this problem but the romaine held her ground crying leave me alone let us wait i don't care what you say something may turn up you and the cabbage go on ahead all eyes are on the potato and the beet goes on It's like a bad dream, a crazy sort of mad dream. Must have been something that I ate, no doubt. Celery stalks at midnight, lurking in the moonlight. What's this funny, funny nightmare all about? It's some sort of evil garden If the vaudeville spirit is alive at all, it's in Al Simmons. He's great. If you've ever seen him at Summerfolk, you'll recognize him from his tuxedo or his tails or his uh, contraption. He he rigged up a, a euphonium with like whistles and balloons and bubble machines and stuff like that. He's great. And I hope that one made you chuckle. Some good, clean garden jokes. Gardens are primed for a dirtier humor, though. And the Wurzels have just the tune. 
This is Market Gardener. I am a market gardener. I grow all sorts of things. Great big ripe tomatoes and lovely curly greens. I met a fair young maiden and took her home to tea. I walked around the garden and this she said to me. Oh, I like your aspidestra. I think it's very nice. I showed her my forget-me-not, she let me kiss her twice I grabbed her by the geraniums, she yelled out with delight I'd like to take a sample of your celery home tonight Oh, your celery home tonight, your celery home tonight I'd like to take a sample of your celery home tonight Into the outhouse to see her blooms come out, and that she knew her onions, I soon was left no doubt. But when she grabbed me radishes, she yelled out with delight, I'd like to take a sample of your cucumber tonight. Oh, your cucumber tonight, your cucumber tonight, I'd like to take a sample of your cucumber tonight. You can spare me one, I'll take it home tonight. Oh, I'll take it home tonight. I'll take it home tonight. She said, if you can spare me one, I'll take it home tonight. She said she liked me rhubarb, so nice and long and red. And then she thought me walnuts were more. Instead, but when she saw me looping so upright, bold, and bright, she said, I think I'll have that one in me flower pot tonight. Oh, me flower pot tonight, me flower pot tonight. She said, I think I'll have that one in me flower pot tonight. But now we're going steady. I keep her ground well tilled. I find I'm never short of time to keep her furrow filled. But when she sees a garden, she remembers with delight the time she took a sample of Miss Celery home that night. Oh, Miss Celery home that night. Miss Celery home that night. The time she took. Market Gardener, from the UK's 1970s chart-topping band, The Wurzels. Let that be a lesson to all that veggies had funny connotations long before the invention of emojis.
That's enough of the gardening songs, though. We'll toss them onto the compost heap, and we'll turn to Mike T. Kerr, a Toronto-based guitar player and one of the hardest-working musicians in that city. In regular times, you'll find him running between bluegrass, country swing, and folk gigs all around the Big Smoke. He also accompanies many fine musicians on tour all across North America. Last summer, he played a house show here with Corin Raymond. We sat down for a chat, and you'll hear that interview in the middle section of the show. But first, one of his tunes to get the guitar players excited. This is The Rev's Medley. If you're thinking to yourself, how could a human being play so many notes on a guitar at one time? Stick around. You'll hear a feature interview with Mike T. Kerr right after the first break. Georgian Bay Roots on the radio. The official show of summer folk with words and music and so much more. AM 560, Sundays at 4. Sundays at four, Sundays at four, unless there's a hockey game on and then we'll be on after the hockey game. Sundays at four, thank you very much. Georgian Bay Roots Radio. Hi, uh, this is Mike. (laughs) Hi, this is Mike T. Kerr. Uh, You're listening to Georgian Bay Roots. Mike, you put out your debut album last year. Tell us about that disc. Yeah, Guitar Rags and Country Ballads came out on September 4th, uh, 2018. Uh, And I picked that date, I just want to say quickly, because that's uh, Danny Gatton's birthday. Danny Gatton was this amazing guitar player from the the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. And that's where I went to high school and found out later that I kind of had a lot of connections to his life and he's just you know one of the greatest guitarists to ever live 
And so you, you you took that opportunity to pay out an homage on your very first release to to him. Yeah, and there's a song kind of right in the middle of the album called Working On It that uh, explores some of my kind of issues that I have with anxiety and hoarding and things like that, but also explores uh, maybe something that's kind of dedicated to, to Danny in his memory, yeah. But the rest of the album's, you know, all about good, clean, family, fun, country music, you know, uh, breakups and drinking and hoarding and baseball. All the classics. Yeah, that's right. So when you're not touring that particular disc, you are on the road supporting a variety of artists. What's it like to to lend your prolific guitar ability to other people's music? Oh, it's it's the best. It's absolutely amazing. And uh, it's exactly what I, I... I mean, I feel crazy saying it. Like... I feel so lucky that I get to say that it's everything I've ever wanted to do and everything that I've been working towards, uh, I'm realizing I'm kind of smack dab in the middle of right now, working with so, so many amazing artists, some of Canada's greatest songwriters, and it's just been amazing. And there's also kind of a fun little theme that runs through some of these artists is that most of the people that I play with would not usually tour with a band or accompaniment. They are solo artists, but they've kind of given me the chance and kind of trusted me to come on stage with them and, you know, hopefully not embarrass myself. You say that incredibly modestly, um, (laughs) having seen you play with other people and having heard you on the national radio doing the same thing. But you've also backed up people who are different, right? Like, like they're, they're folk musicians, they're country musicians, they're old time folks. And, and you have the ability to add something regardless of genre, regardless of a performer. How do you approach playing music with people of such varied backgrounds and perspectives? Mm, Well, it's, I mean, that's, that's the greatest joy, right? That's what's so much fun about it is that you get to play different music and with different people and, I also learn something from each of them. You know what I mean? Well, not just one thing. Like, I learn tons of stuff from each of them, and it all feeds back into who I am and what I do. And it feeds into my solo album and my own songs and what I do on stage. I'm picking up all that stuff all the time from these people. And so it's a huge learning experience for me. As far as playing with them, the biggest thing is listening. And I talk to guitar players all day about playing guitar, you know, and it all comes down to listening. And I would say in general, it's just so happened that the people that I play with, maybe they're coming from out of town and meeting up and we get in the car and we go, or I fly in somewhere, meet with them, get in the car and go, or I'm showing up at the gig meeting there. So there's actually very little rehearsal happening Mm. and there's very little planned out stuff. And maybe I, you know, shouldn't be admitting this, but (laughs) I just mean to say that when you're on stage and you're not, you know, playing off the chart, you're listening instead, that's when all of this magical stuff happens because you have to be interacting with the music. It's it's all very immediate, you know. Taking it from something mechanical to something that's a product of a relationship in a given time and place. Right. right. It's like having a conversation with someone for the first time. You want to listen. I hope I would hope that I listen to people when they're talking to me and can react and enjoy what they're saying and also show a little bit of myself in the conversation. Like when you first, you know, 
meet someone. It's like that on guitar. How long did it take you as a guitar player to to find that the secret to that magic, that little key to the alchemy? <laughs> the well, I think it's it was kind of like a little bit of a chicken or the egg. Did did I listen that intently before, or did I just stop rehearsing too much? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I know a lot of people who would want to run something, you know, one more time before the gig. But I feel and like just kill it, just yeah, squeeze yeah, the life yeah, out exactly. Of it. And I, I have played with people like that before, but then the the people who I think we create the most magic and the most like when people come up after a show and say, oh, you you guys are so connected on stage or, you know, you guys really talk to each other on stage and stuff like that. All of that comes from being there, being present, trying to listen as intently as possible. So I don't know what, I don't know. I think ultimately it came from... uh people maybe seeing me play and being like hey you should jump on this or sit in on a tune you know play one song with us during a set and then it's like well now i don't know what they're going to play anyways so it's not like we had any time to rehearse and then that just builds into like this skill that i'm talking about yeah so we're talking about you jumping around backing people up from different genres uh, and and yet country ballads has a, a particular like that's it's a particular genre like you've you've released something into the world that that has a particular flavor and cut and 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 lineage to it. <laughs> what draws you specifically to that kind of music? Well, yeah, there there are actually kind of two kinds of music on the album: guitar rags and the country ballads, as the as the name suggests. And it really is just like all of my favorite songs and every song that I. Uh, steal from basically is is a is at first a story and i think that there's something you know uh me and corin raymond talk about this quite often sometimes you write a song that the title's almost enough you know and i think it's just it's it's a real it's a real dream of ours to uh, do a whole show where it's just titles and we just say a title is you know some nights the bar lowers you and it's almost good enough on its own just to say the title. Yeah, so, I know what you mean. <laughs> you know, that's like, that's such a good title. So it's like that is is there in front of you. And then you have this story. And it's like you could tell the story of Corin's song, uh, Some Nights the Bar Lowers You. You could tell that story kind of just in person as a conversation. And that's that's pretty strong. You know, that's strong material to then build a song on. Hmm. So that's the that's the country ballad idea I think is just trying to ballad of course is just it just the only that word just means a story in stanzas. So. I'm conscious too that in that question I did the like country and western thing where like is country and western a genre or are country and western genres that classic blues oh, brothers yeah. thing like we play both music. Yeah, right? we like, play both kinds of music, country and western. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's classic. Uh, so I did that with your album title. I apologize. No, it's okay. Um, in the way that you just described that, it, it makes me think about how how there are there are songs that that almost become cinematic, and you can imagine the movie that would the two hour movie that would be made out of that song. <laughs> but it's also a three minute song, and the titles the title would also do it. The titles. It's like you it, like when I was making guitar rags and country ballads and writing these songs. There was actually a little bit of time where. I had a, a weekly residency at Gus's Pub in Halifax with my bluegrass band, the Franklin Brewery Boys, back in Halifax. And uh, 
I had this idea that I could write a song each week, bring it to the, and this again feeds into my idea of don't rehearse, <laughs> is bring the new song with just a quick scratch of the chord progression and bring it to the band each week and we would just play it live for the first time on the gig. And this, so that combined How did that go? It was awesome. I mean, maybe just because I love that kind of stuff. I I think it was great. And also, these are some of my my favorite musicians. Anna Wedlock on fiddle. Willie Stratton was playing mandolin and singing harmonies, like, on the spot. Uh, Mark Gallant on banjo. Steve McNeil on bass. Like, these are all amazing Halifax musicians. Like, they, I, I could throw anything at them, and they were completely solid. So it was great. I mean, it was really fun. And one song that came out of that that ended up on the album uh, is also kind of one of those songs that's almost good enough just saying the title. It's called uh, I Ain't Sad and Lonely No More. I'm Just Sad. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not telling any of the personal stories that makes me think of. <laughs> yeah, but it's also just enough. Like, just that. It would look so good on a movie poster, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's already, like, that's enough of a story right there. And so then you, you flesh it out and... You want to just, you know, build out the stanzas and have something to say at the end of it. And that's how I, I wrote all the the country ballads portion of the album. <laughs> I got plenty of work, plenty of tunes. I got plenty of ways to forget about you. I'm too busy and worried. What I don't have, I ain't sad and lonely no more. I'm just sad. Well, it only rains when I leave the house and break strings when there's no spares around forgot my hat it started to snow and i got all dressed up with no place to go i got plenty of work plenty of tunes i got plenty of ways to forget about you i'm too busy to worry what i don't have i ain't sad and lonely no more i'm just like me fine and the boys are down to hang and I'll see them again sometime in the spring well everybody likes their clown with a bit of irony and if the women don't mind you handsome they should at least find your candy I got plenty of work plenty of tunes I got plenty of ways to forget about you I'm too busy to worry but what I don't have I ain't sad and lonely no more I'm just sad Like me, like nothing ever hurts Cause there's nothing to see Well, raise your glass And I'll tell you what I learned If you keep your head down Then you won't have to watch the world burn I got plenty of work Plenty of tunes I got plenty of ways to forget about you I'm too busy to worry What I don't have I ain't sad and lonely no more I'm just sad I ain't sad and lonely no more I'm just sad. And the guitar rags you were playing, and uh, and it stuck. Yeah, the guitar rags is uh, kind of. I couldn't. I couldn't 
put something out without uh, paying respects to all of this stuff that I got into through mostly through the work of one guitar uh, player who was a teacher to me. His name was Woody Mann. And I talk about him in the in the companion songbook quite a bit. Uh, Woody Mann was is just amazing, 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 and he's a blues and jazz and ragtime guitar player. And I guess for anyone wondering what ragtime guitar would be like, it's like you know, think of the stride piano and the ragtime piano stuff, Fats Waller, and even even the more classical sounding like Scott Joplin stuff is a kind of classic ragtime stuff. But the left hand of the piano is built into the thumb on your right hand of the guitar. So you get the bass going with your thumb and then all the melodies with your fingers. And it, we, we play like ragtime stuff on the guitar. And so he showed me how to do that and showed me so many songs. And like I took, oh man, I wish I had, I have, a, I have an old MacBook that's, that won't start back at my parents' place in Nova Scotia that has all of our lessons in voice memos. Hmm. which he learned guitar from the Reverend Gary Davis. It's one of the greatest guitarists to ever live. And Reverend Gary Davis, from North Carolina, in his old age, ended up in Harlem. Woody Mann, a you know, 13-year-old kid in the 70s, being driven by his mom from Long Island down into Harlem to go to this old guy's house to take guitar lessons. Woody, I mean, you know, look up Woody Man, and he he tells the whole story of kind of running into looking up Reverend Gary Davis and how to. He said he went to Dave Van Ronk, and Dave Van Ronk said, "Oh, get out of here, kid! I don't teach." You know, but then he said, "Hey, if you want to, you know, if you want a guitar lesson, uh, you can you you can look up Gary Davis in the phone book." <laughs> but anyways, Reverend Gary Davis, I mean, back in the '60s was like a hero to all of those um, Greenwich Village guitar players: Happy Trom, David Bromberg, you know, all of those kind of great. You know, Greenwich Village legends, they were all learning. There's this whole generation of, like, you know, nerdy white guys that learned guitar from, from the him. Reverend Gary Davis. And uh, so Woody Mann is this is this educator that really carries on uh, the Reverend's music. Hmm. That, like, you are so steeped in the lineage of this stuff. <laughs> it's amazing. Right place, right time. <laughs> That's it. And... And it's funny because I, I moved, you know, I moved around so much as a kid and only ever lived anywhere for five years. I lived in Boston for six years. And that, uh, well, accounts for the odd number in my age right now, I guess. But the <laughs> the sixth year that I lived in Boston was like the worst year of my life. I I think somehow it's like psych- psychologically because I had gone over that five-year period, you know? Too I'd, long. Yeah, Too yeah, long. yeah, yeah. I'd lived everywhere else for five years at a time. But I pushed, I pushed my luck in Boston, I guess. Uh, and I just have had the opportunity to, I guess, be able to just take, you know, one lesson here from someone or, or an experience. Take one lesson out of an experience in life move on to the next, take one lesson here and collect these little life lessons and these little things and these little moments. And I've, I, I'm also, again, this all feeds into my hoarding, right? Is I hoard these little moments and these people and these connections and these lessons and these licks and these songs. Like, I'm just out there just trying to collect them all. Hmm. You And we started, uh, or near the start there, we, we were talking about you learning something from all of the people that you that you play alongside. Uh, 
can you give us an, a tangible example of something that you've learned from someone is, yeah, well, from, from any of the folks that you've played with? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's absolutely so many. I learned, I learned actually a lot about, uh, how do I say it? I learned about, a lot about being the kind of the big kid on campus, the kind of the person with, you know, I have a reason to be here. I know what I'm doing here and I know what I'm saying, which I've always had a really hard issue with. I don't come to that. I don't come to self-confidence like very easily. You know what I mean? I kind of piddle around in self-doubt most of the time. But the confidence to say like, I am an artist. I am here. Here's this thing that I'm working on. And it was just after I put out the album that I got to tour with Irish Mython. And I learned so much from Irish on just being present in the moment of this is what I've come here to offer. You know, I'm giving all of myself to this moment. And like that has so much worth. And mm. touring with Irish was an absolute blast. I was going to say that we should go out on one of your songs, but you just name dropped Irish. And so is there a song from her latest album that you think that we should spin right now that would really hit that message home? Did, did Little Bones come out? But Little Bones is the song for sure. Yeah. All right, uh, Mike, thanks so much for taking some time to, to chat with us on the radio here. And I'm really looking forward to seeing you on stage the next time, whether it's a Mike T. Kerr show or whether you're making somebody else sound that much better. Thank you so much, John. It's what a pleasure. And thanks for putting me on, the, on the, this great Georgian Bay Roots show once again.
His love was being used in this way So where do they lie All these little bones don't lie And where do they lie All the little bones won't lie These little bones can't lie These little bones won't lie That was the unmistakable voice of Irish Mythen, and before her, you heard Mike T. Kerr. Look up Mike... He'll even teach you guitar if you ask him real nicely. You can follow him on the social medias for great guitar picking videos as well. We'll be right back with some brand new music after another quick break. Hi, we're the Lifers. And you're listening to Georgian Bayou. I'm John Farmer. Welcome back to Georgian Bay Roots. I've got some brand new songs for you now. And up first is what I believe to be the first official single from Luma, a five-year-old who lived in Owen Sound for a few years. You might know her dad, Matt Epp. Luma just released a pandemic-inspired song called Hello, Hello. And here it is to warm your heart. Hello, hello, can 
Capturing the spirit of the moment, that was Luma. And I'll share the music video for that one this week on our Facebook page. Moscow Apartment were a summer folk youth discovery act years ago. Since then, they've toured across the country and played at major festivals. All that, and they're still teenagers. Here's one from them called Halfway. by Moscow Apartment. You can stream and buy that single right now. Keep your ear to the internet for the rest of their upcoming EP. Our final new song comes from Canadian songwriting legend and summer folk veteran Lynn Miles. This is the title track for an album set to come out in July. We'll look for stars. We will wax and wane just like the moon Stories we keep in our souls 
wild and true and sad and gold Our songs will rise and fall and change their tunes We will move just like the wind and tide Our little boat will rock from side to side Regrets will make their presence known Make us feel so all alone And leave us with no place To put our pride So the only thing that I can do Is try not to fall apart on you And hold on to your heart With all my might We'll stop before we go too far when it's dark, we'll look for stars to guide us home and get us through the night. And what will be, will be, that's all I know. We're at the mercy of the undertow. Time will leave a scar for sure. Love will fade, there is no cure And every blue will change to indigo So the only thing that I can do Is try not to fall apart on you And hold on to your heart with all my might We'll stop before we go too far And when it's dark we'll for stars to guide us home and get us through the night And we will win then lose then lose then win Cover up then slowly shed our skin And drop our guard All of this will be so hard We think we're made of steel We're made of tin So the only thing that I can do Is try not to fall apart on you And hold on to your heart With all my might We'll stop before we go too far when it's dark, we'll look for stars to guide us home and get us through the night. We'll stop before we go too far. And when it's dark, we'll look for stars to guide us home and get us through the night. Hi, this is Tana Slimmon, and you're listening to Georgian Bay Roots Radio. Come. 
day. Bye bye. Bad news, good news, here to stay. There's good news in the air. I can feel it in my bones. It's everywhere when people sing together. It's in that sound. Good news is all around. I won't build a house where darkness dwells. Lay the blame on someone else. If I wanna get love, I gotta give it as well. When there's good news, I'm gonna ring that bell. Guelph, that was Tannis Slimmon. And that one's not a new song, but we all need a little good news. And that brings us to the end of Georgian Bay Roots for another week. Thanks to Tamming Law, the OwenSoundHub.org, and of course to Summerfolk for putting us on the air. If you have music to share, send it to us, and we might just play it on the radio. Georgian Bay Roots at Summerfolk.org is the email address. Tom is back next week, and I'll be with you again in four weeks' time. We're going to let Mike T. Kerr play us out with Saturday Night Rub. Mm-hmm.